Hi, welcome to First Things First, the weekly podcast where we talk about God, faith, and life in Shallow Water, Texas. Our podcast is a production of First Shallow Water, and you can find more information about our church by clicking on the link in the description of this episode. Thanks for joining us. Here's our pastor, Brad Miles. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the First Things First podcast. Uh, Every week on our podcast, we have amazing, interesting people (laughs) who uh, are exciting to get to talk to. And uh, I'm I'm laughing because Gary Eastwood, our our guest this week, is laughing at me as I say this. The best thing, though, about this podcast, Gary, is that the amazing and interesting people that we invite on every week, they could be your neighbors. They might live next door to you, down the street from you. And I think that's awesome. So uh, a great opportunity for us to kind of get to know some people. So I've already told you our, our guest today is uh, is Gary Eastwood. Gary uh, is uh, a member of our church. He's uh, he's the, the head of our properties committee here at the church. He volunteers there at Brand New and also on our leadership team. Um, and uh, Gary is my good friend. We've been to Belize together and uh, and have been able we're to going back. That's right. We're going back this uh, this summer. If you would like to join us, so anybody who would like to join us, we're going to go back. It's going to be a good time. Um, so uh, information uh, about that is on our website. Actually, I'll put a link in the description of this episode in case you. Great. Yeah, because it's going to be a great trip. But we're going back. But, but Gary and I, we've hung out at football games and all kinds of fun stuff. So it's it's fun to going to be really fun to get to talk to you a little bit. But uh, I tell you what, introduce everybody. Uh, to Gary, like what? What do folks need to know about about you? Can I say a couple things first? Please go right ahead. Sure. Thank you for doing this. This is awesome because oh. we, um, you know, we're p- relatively new to the community, yeah. and it's just a great way to get to know the stories of people that we meet. But right. we, you know, sometimes on Sunday and Wednesday, we just don't have enough time to sure to delve into it. Yeah, it's so great. I mean, in some ways, it's really great. In other ways, it's you know, well, now we don't have to talk to them. Yeah. We know who they are, but <laughs> but. But everybody that's been on here has been so awesome. Everybody has a story, don't they? Yeah, that's the truth. And it's been amazing to me because you know me, Gary. Like, I would be doing this whether there were microphones here or not. Like, I. Are you talking to yourself in here? Yeah. No, no. I mean, I love to oh, listen to people's okay. stories. I thought you meant you talk to yourself. <laughs> I do, but I'm not, we're not talking about that right okay, now. Okay, okay. So, uh, but yeah, I love to listen to people's stories. And, but what's been amazing to me is, you know, w- when I would invite people, especially when we got started out, the people I would be inviting people to come on the podcast. I didn't have any idea what they were going to share, what their testimony really? was. I had no idea. Like I just knew them and had talked to them and knew they loved Jesus. And so I was like, well, let's talk, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, it's been incredible, honestly, to hear what people have shared and how, uh, how, you know, God has worked in their lives. It's been amazing. So, uh, so I've loved it. I mean, I really have enjoyed it. Every single episode has been uh, you know, I've learned something and God's spoken to me in some kind of way. So it's been really good. So uh, mm-hmm. I, I, I appreciate that you appreciate it. It's been great for me. I've had a great time. Oh, so. well, I can tell you're having a good time. <laughs> you always do. I usually do. I usually do have a good time. Well, right, I, tell about I wanted, Gary. I did want to say one thing is the two things I didn't want to do when I came in here. Okay. And that was be disingenuous. Right. And embarrass my family. Okay. And I'm pretty sure I'm going to do both today. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know for a fact, but... But I'm pretty at least it bears my family. Anyway. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> but, I mean, but, Gary. Yes. As dads, uh-huh. isn't it kind of partially our job That's right. to embarrass our families? Like, I feel like 
I mean, I yeah. feel like that's kind of my I calling. almost want to tell a dad joke right yeah, yeah. now, but we'll, we'll hold off and go to a different direction because <laughs> okay. this could go off the right trip. That's right. We go off the rails real quickly. <laughs> um, no, my name is Gary Eastwood. I'm married to a wonderful woman, Miranda. Yeah. Miranda Hooper, formerly. Okay. Uh, Miranda Eastwood now. We've been married for 22 years. All right. Yep. And it feels like 10 minutes underwater. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. So... Uh, but no, not for for her. Probably it does. But she's. <laughs> it's been fantastic to yeah. see her grow, and um, it doesn't. It doesn't it seem like women. They get better more exponentially than we do. You know, like it feels like that. Doesn't it? Because she just gets better with time. It's like a fine right. wine. You know, yeah, and, yeah, um, yeah. She gets better with time, and it seems like I stay where I'm at sometimes. <laughs> you know, or backtrack a little bit. But she's been fantastic. We have three boys: um, Evan, Kaysen, and Hagen. Yep. Um, and so we're chasing them around. They're 18, 15, and 12, or 11, going to be 12. Yeah, you got a senior. Yes, we do. So yep. how's that going? It's going good. Yeah. I think he's got senioritis from day one in January. Yeah. January. He's <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's know, ready to get done. Day one, he was sick in January one, you know, the first back, the day back. And so, yeah. But anyway, but no, it's great. He's going to be good. He's going to Tech next year, so good. that'll be great. But that's uh, that's our family. Um yeah. We are we are business owners for years. We are we are from originally from Tulia. That's where uh-huh. we moved from here in 2020. Um, for years, we've owned rental property, and we did that. And then about six or seven years ago, we decided to start a new business. Um, it's, it's called We Custom Homes, and we yeah. build we build homes. And yeah. um, it is. I, I feel like it's. It some days I feel like it's a calling. Some days I feel like, what am I doing? But <laughs> uh, but it is really a great business. I love what I do. Taking a piece of dirt and trying to build somebody's home is, it's a it's a big weight sometimes. But it's right. also a lot of fun. So yeah, that's yeah. what we do. That's awesome. Yeah, that's a, well. It's been it's been fun for me to kind of hang out with you and with your family and get to know get to know particularly the older two boys. I yes. know they're probably a little more, but. Uh, than Hagen, but uh, but it's been awesome for us to get to know you guys. And I know when we came here, uh, hanging out with you and Miranda and getting to know you guys, y'all were one of the first folks that we got to hang out with and get mm. to know. So so we've enjoyed that a well, lot. Thank you. So it's been good. So uh, so Gary, uh, we're, every time somebody comes on the podcast, you know we we're, what we want to hear about is we want to hear about your story uh, of faith. Like how did you come to faith in Christ? What did that look like um, for you? Uh, so just kind of tell that story. Maybe who who are some people who were involved in all that? Like just tell the story of how how you came to faith in Christ. I may just have to tell my story. I don't know. Do it. You know, yes. from from the beginning almost. I love it. Okay, start so, at the very beginning. Um, let's start at the beginning with uh, when I was born. Yeah, there you go. So uh, my mom was sixteen when she had me. Wow, she was pretty young. Yeah, um, she didn't know what she's doing. We say we grew up together. We right. Basically, did because she was a. She was a lot of fun growing up. We, I have her sense of humor. We have a yeah. kind of a, a morbid sense of humor sometimes, <laughs> but um, we, we grew up together. But um, I have two sisters, two yeah. younger sisters, and I was the oldest. And uh, um, my father, who I don't know very well, he, right. um, he was not in the picture. Uh, okay. I've been around him maybe three or four days my entire life, and wow. most of the time it was a funeral or something like that. And right. he passed away last year, so I have a little bit of regret on that end. But sure. um but my mother was always there. Yeah. And um, I love my mother. I, I thought there'd never be a woman I'd love more than my mother until right. I married my wife. And uh, she's, I, of course, that's that's gone by the wayside. I still love her to death, but my wife is number one. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> number two behind God is what I should say. Yes, Sorry. that's better. Yeah. Okay. You're a lot better. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> but the number one woman in right. life is Miranda. That's what you But mean. as we, you know, she was young. Um, Going, my dad was kind of not in the picture, in the picture, out of the picture, in the picture kind of thing. And yeah, um, we didn't go to a lot. Of, we didn't go to church when I was young. My grandmother had 
always taken her and her sisters to church right. and um, going and and my grandmother loved God a lot and she she was the matriarch of our family. She's the reason that anybody, all the grandkids or anybody, probably still follows faith. Right. And most all of us do. Yeah. Isn't wow. it funny how one person can one person can change that? Yeah. Yeah. And um, so it's pretty much the, the case with there. But 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 I remember probably the first time going to church with my mother and my sisters. Um, we were probably I was probably five years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, five, six years old in kindergarten, somewhere in there. And I remember her trying really hard with, at that time I step, I had a stepdad who was in my life for a while Yeah, and, uh, he was not involved in that. So my mom kind of had to fight through that to, to make sure we got there, but we did go, um, pretty consistently from that time until my mom and my stepfather got a divorce. Wow. And that was about 12 at that time. And, uh, my mother, uh, going through the turmoil of family and all that, um, didn't go at, at that point. Right. And uh, I tried to stay with it um, for a while, but I fell off. But before that, out of the age about 13, I remember we were we went to the Church of Christ is what we went yeah. to as a kid. Um, I remember being, for months, sitting in the pew, nervous, hand-sweating, right, yeah. needing to make the decision, not wanting to, dreading going yeah. in the mornings because I knew I needed to make the decision, but I did not want to walk make that walk down to the front of the right. church. Right, yeah, yeah. And I don't know, you know. I, looking back, I'm like, why was this so scary? But it was a very scary time, you know. And yeah. um, but I did make that decision and gave myself to to Christ. This is about 12 or 13 years old. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> maybe a little bit older than some, especially in the Baptist church. It kind of seemed to be standard in the standard yeah. in the Church of Christ to do it a little bit later, maybe. Yeah. But um, and then after that, um, as a teenager, after my mother and and all of us kind of quit going to church, I fell away and I didn't go for years. Yeah. Didn't go for years, and then. Um, Probably when I, I went through college and made all the bad mistakes and did all the things I shouldn't do, and then uh, Miranda and I got married. We were not uh, going to church at the time or, or involved or had God in you know as a center focus in our life at all. Yeah. And I want to say this to to young people out there: um, it is a lot harder to come together in front of God if you didn't make Him the center from the beginning. Right. It is really a lot harder to do that, and. Um, if there's, if you're looking at at the age of 18 or whenever you are looking, you know, as a young person, you know, find somebody that's actually going, you know, and it has a relationship with Christ, you know, right. so you can grow together because we had to do that together later on later. after we're married. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I don't know if you've dealt with that before, but that's kind of how, yeah. how we were. And I'll, I'll tell you how we got back. We went through uh, a course and it's probably the, not a course you'd think that would be something for, um, for you to come back to God, but we went through a financial peace course with Dave Ramsey. If you've right. heard of that, yeah, sure. My dad actually, my father, uh, my natural father worked for Dave Ramsey. Really? So and so he was like a church representative, and he sold you know stuff to Dave Ramsey and so, to churches. Yeah, to churches. And and I uh, I actually uh, when I had a, a record deal uh, a couple of times we pl- we they, Dave Ramsey their company has a big like chapel service every mm-hmm. every. I don't remember. I think it was Friday or Tuesday, something like that. And we, we my band played at their chapel service, a little really? worship there a couple of times. Yeah. So uh, great company and a great guy, yes. really. So, you know, uh, I had a great experience with Dave Ramsey for sure. So we went through this course. We were we were young businesses and young yeah. people and not on the same page with finances. And we went through this course and it helped us tremendously. But it came to one lesson that they have in there and it's talking about giving. Yeah. Giving back of yourself, giving back of your money and 
his budget his budget is like this you what you make at the top and right below that's the 10 percent you give and then after that you do everything else right and so we had to have some tough conversations about you know we haven't been giving what are we going to do right and um well that led us to saying hey we we're not doing what we need to be doing for our family we had a little baby at that point which was evan yeah and um we so we decided we would give ourselves to God, and we did. And Miranda, we, we started going to the Baptist church and uh, there in Tulia, uh-huh. and we just completely plugged in. Miranda was baptized there. I had already been baptized, and so I just yeah. gave myself back to God where I right. needed to be. And then we plugged in full on. Um, I started helping where I need, where it was needed, you know, with the, the skills that I have. And then I um, also helped in RAs, you know, sure, on Wednesday yeah. nights and uh, <laughs> um, wherever is needed, because in a small church like that, it, you know, it takes everybody. Yeah. And, um, but we've been there for, for a long, long time until, yeah. until God led us to be uh, where we are today. Yeah. So uh, <clears throat> I want to go back and talk about, you know, your mom was 16 mm-hmm. whenever she had you, right? So, yes. So when, when now your, your, your father, was he, they didn't ever get married. Is yes, that, they were they, married. They, they were married for a period of time? Yes. My, uh, my father worked in the oil field. Okay. okay. And uh, he was gone for long stretches of time and then. There were not cell phones. Yes. You know, so, no, yeah. You know, so, I mean, long before cell phones. Right. And and so um, she wouldn't hear from him for months. And I mean, but wow. he was a kid. Yeah, I mean, right. I, I, mean, I, I totally forgave him many, many years ago for some of the things he did. But he was a kid. He just made bad mistakes. You know, yeah. And so, uh, but. but wasn't ready to be a dad. Wasn't no, ready to be a no. husband. Yeah. No. And that's why I have to give so much credit to my mother because. I know what I was at 16 years old. I'd have probably been more like my dad than I would be like my mother. Right. You know, we're, yeah. we're taking, taking the bull by the horns and there was never a doubt, you know, that she was going to stick through it, you know? Right. So, yeah. So, but you guys though, it was kind of just the two of you for a long time. No, my sister's, uh, my mom had more children. Um, I have a sister that's about three years younger than me. Okay. Okay. So she was there, but it, she was kind of born about the time they got a divorce. Yeah, and then uh, and then I have a stepsister with that was with my stepdad. Yeah, uh, so so you were you you were kind of helping your mom manage like you know she's got a little baby and she's single. I don't again. remember any of it, Brad. That I was all know. before your all before your. I remember memories, and some of them I think she told me, you know, that, right. that kind of thing. You know, we were kids, you know, like I don't know whether my mom just told me that or yeah. I remember <laughs> that, but but yeah, there was I mean, there's there's so many stories. Yeah stories that it's just it's they're hilarious now but right. not so much funny probably back then they were hard those were hard days they were very hard all. days but yeah. yeah we grew up about as poor as you could grow up that's for sure yeah uh, trying but, just trying to make ends meet mm-hmm, for yeah. sure and so i can relate to that a lot with a lot of people i yeah. can kind of re- i think it's one of the gifts god's uh given me is or by putting me through so many different situations sure i feel like i can relate to almost anyone right yeah, you've kind of been been where a lot of folks have been, mm-hmm. been on a lot of different levels. On both levels, so, yeah. yeah. I, I, my mom was, uh, you know, she was single, just gone through her second divorce yeah. four, with four kids, and I was the oldest one, and I was a first grader, so we were like six, five, and two, and, you know, not one. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, there were, I mean, you know, we on food stamps and we, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? We, and we're just, we're little two bedroom apartment, her, yeah. all of us crammed in there, you know? Yeah. So th- those were, those were some tough days for sure. Aren't so, they? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've uh, walked down that road. So, 
your but your grandmother yes. though she was always involved in in y'all's life during that time was were, were you guys around her a lot during yes. that time um the time that my mom was married to my dad we were off in Oklahoma which you know she married an Okie well, we got a yeah. problem there but, yeah that's but <laughs> that's that's a different story there but, but <laughs> sorry for it's all good you people to, from Oklahoma it's always good to get a shot in Oklahoma <laughs> anytime you have a chance that's good <laughs> we I laugh probably weekly about your statement about Idaloo by the way yeah. from the pulpit so, so. <laughs> <laughs> and then somebody in the background booing. Yeah, did, I did know. You hear that yeah, part? I did. I totally did. It was awesome. <laughs> it was. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, yes. Uh, so at that point, my mom was kind of off on her own, right? Dealing with things. Um, when she went through the divorce, she moved back where my where her sister was mm. and my grandmother. Yeah. And so then that from that point, my grandmother was in our lives from the time I really remembered. Right. And around all the time, and yeah. you know we did everything together, and um, so. But yeah, she was such an influence and, you know, she was pretty, pretty hardcore church of Christ, you know, yeah, you know, yeah. she didn't like that we were going to go to the Baptist church, you That's know, right. that kind of thing, you know, <laughs> yeah. but I think church of Christ has changed a ton these days, but, right. but, um, but she was that way. So. Yeah. But she, so she, uh, was that, that kind of steady influence in y'all's lives when you were, whenever you were younger. Yes, very much. She was much a steady influence. Um, you go to my house, I've got a, uh. I've got a recipe on the wall in my dining room. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's her, it's her handwriting and it's her recipe for uh, cookies, you know? And so she's, she's got enough of an influence that we want her around and still keep her in our memories, you know, cause she died many years ago, but, right. uh, but yeah, she was, and everybody on her birthday, you know, you, you can only hope that with your family that, you know, on her birthday, everybody in our family gets on Facebook and says something nice about uh, her, you know? And, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. Probably everybody but me. I don't get, <laughs> I don't <laughs> post on there. I, no, I do a little bit, <laughs> but not as much as they do. But, uh, yeah. but so she's, she is a influence throughout our family. Right. Yeah. And has been all down throughout mm-hmm. the years. So yes, for sure. That's good. So, uh, so then, you know, uh, as you were, so as you're growing up, I, I'm trying to imagine like, your, your life whenever your mom, so she's been divorced yeah. and she gets remarried. Right. And, and then goes through another divorce. Yes. And you were a teenager when that happened, like 12. I probably, I don't, I kept trying to remember that. I knew I was going to probably talk about this a little bit. Yeah. I couldn't remember the, the exact date. I might've been 13, maybe uh-huh. 14 at the most. I had been saved a year or two prior. Right. And so I was probably 13 or 14, maybe. How old were you whenever she got remarried? Probably five, six. Okay. So okay. it wasn't very long between, yeah, the time right, she right, got right. divorced and got remarried. And that so this the, her your stepdad was around for a lot of your He life. was more the father uh, the work ethic I have I give to him. Right. Any work ethic I have it's his. Uh, yeah. other than that it was not the greatest. Yeah. And so um but he was he was there and he yeah. you know um if he if he hadn't made huge mistakes and walked away as well, then we, he would probably be the guy I'd call father today. Right. You know? But yeah. um, at, a, at some point, I had to finally just say, okay, I got to do this on my own, you know, and yeah. move, move forward. And that's probably my biggest struggle, Brad, is the word you said on Sunday it strikes me hard, surrender. Yes. Yeah. Um, I learned at a young age that I have to do things on my own, and mm-hmm. I'm not very good at surrendering to God to do it. Right. And I pray that every day, and it's still a struggle. So yeah. um, I'll work at that, but, you know, hopefully God will. Get there with me someday. Well, I think about I think about you because because like with my mom, you know, I was a you know a, like going into kindergarten or just finished kindergarten uh-huh. whenever whenever she got a divorce and so and so then I think from like first grade through the end of my second grade year, you know, it was just it was us, you know, mm-hmm. and I just remember that this 
I felt it even as a six-year-old, right? This weight of responsibility. I've got to take care. Yeah. Got to take care of my mom. I got to take care of my brothers. For and, sure. Yeah. And, you know, and so I think about you as an early teenager, that must have really been part of your, you know, kind of in your DNA and, and what was going on in your heart and head whenever all that went, went down. Yeah, because I didn't have the... I did not have the wherewithal to do that, but I felt the pressure of it, you know? Yes. Yeah. And I didn't, I was not, um, I was nowhere near, nowhere near mature enough to handle all that. Sure. And, and then I think part of that after the fact, I, I got really angry at God, which sounds really dumb to well, be angry at God, but I was really angry about the situation that, that I felt like he allowed to happen. You know what I mean? I hear you. Yeah. And so, um, I, that was part of the reason I wasn't in church for a long time. I had to give that up somewhere along the way and yeah. I did. And, um, but that, that's, and I, I hope people don't take that wrong that I say it that way, but, right, I, yeah. but I, it, that's not the, that's not the case. You know, it was, it was just the way I felt at the time. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, I remember talking to Sandy Peters and he has a very similar story to mm-hmm. yours. You know, his, he was in, you know, junior high age, when his mm-hmm. parents got a divorce, his dad was a pastor. You yes. know? And so some of those same kind of struggles, you know, yeah. dur- during that period of his sure. life, you know. And I think a lot of us have, you know, we walk through different times where there are things going on in our life that make us question our relationship with God, mm-hmm. make us, uh, uh, make us uh, here's, the, here's the way I would put it, make us wonder whether or not God is good. Right. You know? And we all, we go through periods of time like that. In fact, I would say there's probably, probably somebody listening right now and that's where you are, right? Mm -hmm. You're, whatever is going on in your life, whatever the circumstances are in your life, you're right now, you're wondering if God is good, if God can be trusted, if he, if he really does love you and if he really is trying to care for you. And, uh, and so that's a, you know, that's maybe a concern on your heart or, or something that you're kind of struggling with. And, and I, I would say for that, that me and Gary could tell you, uh, our experience has proven that he totally is, you know? So right. we've been through these, this time where we wondered that same thing, but looking back on that period of our lives, we've seen his faithfulness over and over and over again Amen. in our lives. And, and he's been, he's been proven faithful, you know? So, uh, so I think that's a good, I think that's a good word, a good, good thing for us to kind of latch on to a little bit. I, I know there are people who are wondering about that, you know? Oh, for sure. I, I don't think there's anybody that's alive that doesn't have that somewhere along the way mm-hmm. in, in varying degrees, but yeah, yeah. Yeah. Something where you've walked and I, you know, I think about, you know, divorce is just so, um, it, so awful. It's so traumatic, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so when families go through that, you know, there, there really is a lot of hurt, uh, around, around, all of the stuff that happens there right. and even, even shame, you know, even, you know what I mean? Like, right. that's, it's amazing. I think about your mom. So that was the time when y'all kind of dropped out of going to church. There's probably mm-hmm. a lot of reasons around that, but one of them might, might've been, she just didn't want to have to go to church and explain to everybody oh, why for her sure. marriage was ending. Yeah. No lie. No lie. Yeah. She didn't want to, you know, especially the second time around, she's like, well, now I've messed this up again, you yes. know? And, um, you know, it's not that anybody would, would judge her. They probably, the way we do things, we won't talk about it. Yeah. As bad or worse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Probably yeah. not talk about it, but I do, you know, I don't, people going through divorce. I want to say this people going through divorce. Um, I do not judge you whatsoever. Right. I don't know what you're going through. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I just know that my wife and I both are products of divorce. Mm-hmm. And when we got married, we said, there is no way to get a divorce. I don't care how bad you hate me. We're not getting right, the divorce right. on, you know, yeah. that's, that's an exaggeration, but we're not going through that. And I think I'm just uh, hypersensitive to family. Yeah. 
uh-huh. because I didn't have my father around. I didn't even really know who he, what he looked like when I was young, you know, wow. you know, and, and I see everybody with their families and, you know, and their grandparents and many generations. And so when we got married, I was like, we're starting something here. Yes. We're, we're, we're ending it right here mm-hmm. and we're going to start our own. Yeah. Because, you know, divorce, it just ruins everything. It wrecks everything. It wrecks, yeah. wrecks Christmas, wrecks Thanksgiving. It right. wrecks, it wrecks, you know, uh, you know, Christmases with, with all your kids, you know, yeah. in, in one spot and, you know, and everybody together, you know, with the mom and the dad. And, and like I said, I'm not judging if you've been through that, you know, I'm sorry if I'm, if I'm stepping on somebody's toes, but that was just some way that Miranda and I weren't going to have it. And we can kind of see the light at the end of the tunnel as the kids get a little older. We're hoping that they get married and they come back and yeah. we're able to celebrate together and be, a, you know, start something that, that our family doesn't have. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. the two important things that you just said, the first thing is that we, you know, people who are going through a situation like that, like, I mean, we both have mm-hmm. been in families where that's happened and, um, and, and there's a whole lot of compassion and grace for people who are going through it, you know? Right. And, uh, and, you know, anyway, we, so we, uh, I, I hear that and I, and I, I feel the same way, you know, right. I watch my mom navigate, you know, all of that stuff and, and have to, and have to go through that. And, and we've, as a family dealt with all the ramifications of it for years and years. Right, so right. I know, you know, I, I, and so I've got a lot of, lot of compassion and grace for folks who are struggling through a period in their life like that. And, but I'm with you, uh, you know, having, having witnessed that. And, and experienced the effects of it, it made it even more important to me that I was committed, you know, in my marriage mm-hmm. and, uh, and that, and that we were, we were both committed to that, that we, this was forever and that we were going to, we were going to make it work, you right. know? And, uh, and of course, you know, the Holy Spirit is the one who really empowers us to do that. It's by the grace of God that I've been married almost 30 <laughs> years, man, you know, 20, wow. 28 years, you know, so wow. So it'll be 28 years in August. So that's just the grace of God, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, but, because there have been times, haven't there, in, in, oh. our, in both of our marriages where maybe it's 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 hard when one of us, one of the persons is not happy. Yes. But when both of you aren't happy, those are very, 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 difficult, very, very difficult times, isn't mm-hmm. it? But as you look back, the, the further you get into your marriage, the more you realize those things are going to pass. That's right. They do pass. You know, when you're... Yeah first five years of your marriage, you may say, man, I don't know if this is ever going <laughs> to, yeah. if we're going to be able to recover from this, you know, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. But, but as we get, I mean, even the last couple of years, Miranda and I've had some struggles, not, not ma- massive, but we've, we've both been in a spot where we weren't super happy, you know, yeah. at the same time. And, and, but we knew there was, nobody was leaving, nobody was going anywhere. Right. Um, right. And God was going to help us through it. So, yeah. Well, and you know, for like for, for me and Amy too, was it's, um, you know, you're, there are going to be times where you're struggling, you mm-hmm. know, and, and even going to be times whenever this person that you love and you care about lets you down because yeah. they're a person and, and we let each other down, you know? And, uh, and so those kinds of, that is a, a, a natural part of, of being, being married. But what I've witnessed from Amy is redemptive love, like, like, uh, like the love of Christ. So that even when I was, you know, a mess, you know, she, she, she was going to love me and was committed to me, even though I was a mess, you know, and the same is true, you know, for me with her, like even when she was, even when she was really struggling, going through a really difficult period in her life, like, you know, I, I, uh, I wanted to be with her through that. I wanted to, you know, I want, and I, mm-hmm. I wanted for God to use me in that way. And so 
by by just the power of the Holy Spirit and by you know uh, God got a, gave me the privilege actually of walking with Amy through you know difficult periods in her life and and the same is true with her it wasn't easy you know right but um, but looking back what a, what a beautiful privilege that we get to and I think when you meet a person who's been married for like sixty years uh-huh. the beautiful part of it is that the thing yeah. that makes that relationship so beautiful is that it's been through all kinds of you know, mm-hmm. uh, valleys and, and, and peaks and, right. and everything in between. And that's what makes it so amazing, you know? Yeah. So anyway, so yeah, I, uh, I tell my kids all the time, love is not a feeling, you know, your feelings come and go. Yeah. Uh, uh, love is a commitment. Love is something you decide you're going to do every day. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that doesn't make it, that doesn't diminish it in any way. It makes it actually more precious and more valuable Doesn't when you it? understand that that's what it is, you know? Yeah. Cause it is, it is a perfect, um, mirror of Christ. Right. Because I mean, it's meant to be, yeah, God created marriage. That's right. But it's meant to be because somebody loves you no matter what, what your, how many faults you have. Right. So, and they're committed to the being married, like me being a husband, what that means is I'm going to wait. I wake up every day thinking, okay, how can I help Amy become all that God has created her to be today? Right. What can I do? That's do what you it do means that every day. Married. No, okay. but that's it's what, that's what it means, though. That's that's what we're supposed I don't, to I be about. I want Miranda to yeah. hear this and, and say, and say, Brad wakes up yeah. every day. <laughs> Gary, she's gonna she's gonna be like, well, you better get it straight, Gary. So, but but no, that but that's what it means. That's this is who we're supposed to be for one uh, another when we're totally. married. And so it's so it's not about me, right? It's not about, but it's about me thinking, how can I serve this other person? Sure. You know, which is Christ-like, right? That's who Jesus was, and that's who we're supposed to be. And so that's what we, we aspire to, you know, in our marriages, to sure. be those people for each other. And there have been periods where we have been blessed to be that for each other, and I'm grateful right. for those. You know? Yeah, for sure. So, and then there have been periods where, where you know, I've been wounded or hurt and struggling, and and uh, and I and I had to lean on Amy, you know, during those times. And, and there have been times when I've been privileged to have her lean on me. You know, mm-hmm. which is, you know, which is what what makes it so great. How did how did you guys meet? How did you meet Miranda? Were y'all in college when you met? Well, I wish Miranda was here. I'd let her tell a little bit of this. She's okay. five years younger than I am. Okay, all right. So yeah, she, we're both from Tulia. Yeah, uh, she was in eighth grade. Okay, when I was a senior. Okay, all I right. I didn't know her then. Right. I, I don't not nobody get any bad ideas <laughs> here. Didn't even know who she was. At that right, point, right, right. You know, you know, like most people, you know people above you, sure. but not not below you in school. So she knew who you were. Though, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> So on the first date we went on, uh, <laughs> this is a great story. So on the first date we went on, she um, she tells me, she tells me on the first date, right? I used to make my mom drive by your house and I would duck down in the floorboard so that when I'd see you outside and make her circle the block and, <laughs> and I had no clue, you know what I mean? So she was, so she was stalking, such stalking eighth grade me girl thing. since eighth grade and yeah. this is, she's 20 at this time, you know right. what I mean? So. So, <laughs> so it was an eighth grade girl thing. You're right. Yeah. But anyway, but after that, I met her. Um, I had come back. I was working here in yeah. Lubbock, and I had come back uh, to Tulia, and she was home for the. She had just gone to WT. Okay. For the for the she had finished her first year at WT. Yeah. And she was about to come to Tech, and I was living in Lubbock. Yeah. She was in uh, Tulia, and I met her one evening, and yeah. and from that point on, we pretty much. Back then, on a set, we had cell phones barely. Yeah, barely, were, remember yeah. the big Nokia phones you yeah, carried around. I do, I do remember yeah, we, those. Carried, we carried the Nokia phone. You know, they give you a free phone back then. I yeah. wish they still did. Yeah, but uh, um, 
we we were using we were causing so many telephone bills back then because uh, it was long distance back then. You right. couldn't, you know, and I, oh, I, it's like, like three bucks a minute or something crazy. It was it was dumb. Yeah, but we were doing it every day because I was, you know, she was living at home and I was in Lubbock and right. uh, until she came that fall. But uh, that's that's how we met and it's been that way ever since we. Six months in, we were engaged, and within a year of meeting, we were married. Wow, 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 wow. Yeah. that's awesome. Because we knew. Yeah. I knew. That's Yeah, that's a good That's a good thing. I, I, I knew pretty early on with Amy, uh-huh. too, you know, that she was different. I didn't know, you know, gosh, probably the first date I went on with her, I thought to myself, I don't know if she's the person I'm going to marry, but mm-hmm. it's going to be somebody a lot like that, you know? <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. So, so, and it didn't take me very long to figure out that, you know, well, I think when you've realized that you have, com- that you're completely out of your league, uh-huh. and someone who's completely out of your league, mm-hmm. like wants to be around you, yeah. you're like, okay, let's, l- where do we sign? You know, right. <laughs> let's get this deal done yeah. right. before they back out. Right. That's right. Before they How much out. money needs to be guaranteed here? <laughs> That's right. Let's figure this out before, before everything goes out of the wash for sure. sure. So, um, so talk about then, and, and you've shared some of this already, but sometimes in your life, maybe where you felt like the Lord was really teaching you something. You felt like you were really growing in, you know, in some ways. Talk about, talk about a time or two in your life like that. I think the, um, the first one, well, let's go back to uh, when we were, when I was little. Uh-huh. I remember, I still remember, there's a, a guy that works for us. His name's Josh, yeah. uh, Cersei. His mother, Renee, uh-huh. Uh, when we were going to church, we went to a little small church in uh, Crest, Texas. Yeah, yeah. And a uh, little church of Christ there. She was my Sunday school teacher. Oh, man. And I still remember all her, I still remember all of her lessons, you know. Wow. I still remember coloring the coat of many colors, you know, and, yeah. and uh, Joan in the Well. And, right. You know, just all those stories that I hadn't heard until that, you know, to, when I was little. Yeah. And um, those are still vivid to me sometimes. Right. Um, I don't dream a lot anymore, but, you know, those those stories are still in my head. And then... I want to let's, let, I want to stop right there though because I think people sometimes don't understand how big of a deal it is mm-hmm. when you say you know what I'm going to do I'm going to go teach Sunday school like they don't I don't think they understand like the eternal impact that that choice can have on the right. lives of of people and so that's a really good word that you still remember all of those lessons and right. man it's so cool that's just so a few cool. of them but I remember I mean yeah. I mean that, that they're that, still that vivid and it's right. forty five years or forty years at least you know yeah God used that. Lady who just mm-hmm. all she was doing was volunteering to teach Sunday school. One of the sweetest ladies that I ever remember. You know, wow. she still lives. She lives here in Lubbock now. So yeah, uh, but she's. I haven't. I don't think I've told her that story. Maybe she'll listen to this. Yeah, later, that's but, awesome. But um, probably the other one is one that really sticks out is when Miranda and I started. You know, looking to God together. Right. Um, we went through that Dave Ramsey course. I learned so much. You know about, and I still. <clears throat> I don't want anybody uh, take this. Um, think i'm not a work in progress sure i oh, mean yeah. i am such a mess are. sometimes yeah. still to this day you, you know you'd think at 48 if i was 20 and you told me what i'd be like when i was 48 i think i'd be a lot further along right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you know i felt figured i would be a lot better off than i better than i am now but um, you know but <clears throat> it is what it is and you yeah. know we don't look back we go forward but that 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 was a great time uh, for us, I remember being on the same page, and that was one of those times when we were probably not on the same page, not getting along real well. Yeah, and that brought us right back together, and that was a God thing. I mean, yeah. he he put us in that spot. Yeah, to bring us back to him. You know, how did you get how did you how did you get hooked up with a Dave Ramsey course? Because you guys weren't going to church at all. 
Mm-hmm. At that time, so so how did you get to Dave Ramsey from where you guys were? How did you hear about it? Like, how did that happen? We we got so much immersed in this. We taught the course probably three or four times after that. Wow! But, but yeah. the first time we took it, they were having it at a church around the corner, uh-huh. and we'd heard about it, and we wanted to, you know. We needed to get on the same page on finances, you know, that was a yes. big deal. We were have fights about it and, you know, yeah. like everybody can, you know, uh-huh. and uh, we, we decided we were going to do that and both get on board and we did. And, and, and it really helped. Yeah. And then, um, so that's how we heard about it, just through neighborhood. I would say for, and for, for, for those of you who are listening, you know, Dave, they, you probably have heard of Dave Ramsey. He's a little more famous now than he was yeah. then. But, but, <clears throat> um, but I would say this though, obviously that his course is, for a lot of people is life changing. It is as far as finances and everything go. It's a really big deal. But, but one of the best things about it is that, uh, he's talking about money, but, but he's, but he's talking about Jesus. Yeah, he is. <laughs> he's talking about Jesus and, and, and how it fits in the Bible. Th- exactly. So, so, um, so as you're going through this course, you're learning a whole lot of really practical things that will help you with budgeting and with saving and with mm-hmm. investing, all these things that are really important for your financial security. Right. But while you're learning that, you're also you're also hearing all of these things about who um, who we're so who we're called to be in Christ Jesus and the right. relationship we're supposed to have with Jesus. And so it really is a powerful a powerful course. It really is. Oh, sure. Is. So. I mean, I'll tell you how powerful it is as far as that goes. As far as the budget goes, we've we've been had that same budget since. Wow. Yeah, I mean not the same numbers, right? But but, the same but we've budget. had the same style of life since then, you know. Yeah. So everything yeah. is, everything is thought out and planned. Yeah, you know, and and I think that's the same way. And um, and I'm probably better at the budget than I am my study life, my prayer sure. life, and those things like that because right. I haven't done the work to create the habit like I need to sometimes. Yeah, right. So. Uh, that's something we're working on this year. Sure. Real that's, hard. That's good. That, yeah. We all always got to have something we're working on. For sure. So, we are. But I, I would say too, though, that for some people, right, like, uh, so there, there is this aspect and we talk about it sometimes in church, you know, mm-hmm. we, but there is this aspect of taking this huge thing like finances. And when we learn to surrender that to the Lord God, the, that spurs growth in all these other areas right. because, you know, because for a lot of us, I mean, that's that's kind of where we're focused, and right. and that's kind of what we're 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 trying to make sure we can provide for our family. We're right. trying to find our security there. We're trying to you know all these other things. So when we take that financial piece and we really do lay that at the feet of the Lord and we mm-hmm. learn how to surrender that to Him, then it, it 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 evolves into all these other ways that we begin to grow. And you're not the, that that's not the only story that I've heard of people who really have recommitted their life to Christ going through going through a Dave Ramsey study. One thing he says is God doesn't need your money. Right. He needs your heart. Exactly. And if he has to go through your money to get to your heart, he will. Mm-hmm. And you know, one thing that it just really became clear to me, I never thought about it. And I studied this passage a bunch of times, but, but Jesus talks about where your treasure is there. Your heart will be. It's not, the, I always thought about it the other way around uh-huh. where my heart is, right? That's where my treasure is going to flow. But that's not what Jesus said. No. He said, where your treasure is, that your heart will follow where your treasure is. And so literally, here's what Jesus is saying. If you want for your heart to belong to the Lord, start putting your money there. Ooh. Yeah. Start putting your money where, uh, where, where God is and your heart will follow. Like that's literally what he's talking about. And I, I had never thought about that. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but when I started to think about that and then I started to think, Oh, well, where does my, where's my heart? So let's go get my, 
you know, bank statement. My checkbook. Yeah. And just look down, you know. Oh, so yeah. clearly my clearly my heart is at Starbucks. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. <laughs> or, or my heart is at probably at Guitar Center. That was probably more where but because that's where my yeah. money was going, man. <laughs> you know? So uh so where your treasure is, that's where your heart w- will be. And but what a powerful thing to get your head around. And what I love about it is that your story is that. Right. Like that's what happened to you. You you guys uh, surrendered your your finances to the Lord, and you started to you started to put your money there. You started to give, and mm-hmm. that's what spurred all the other growth. There's one other thing. Give. Yeah, what's that? One other thing. At this very time, there was a man who him and his wife live in Tulia. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Michael and Deborah Barnes. Uh-huh. Their names. I'll say their names. Uh, he reached out to me. Yeah. And we weren't going to church at the time. We were on the verge. God was working on our hearts through right. all this. Uh, but he just reached out and said, "I'd love to have you guys come to church." That's cool. That's where we were the next Sunday. Yeah, yeah. He hit. He 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 listened to what God was telling him yeah. to do and called me. And I, I think I've told him this once at one other time, but it was. Uh, but but um, and he's also the reason I helped in RAs because he'd been there forever. Yeah. Over there, when you get hooked in someplace, you don't get away. That's right. <laughs> so. Once I started helping in RAs, I was there until <laughs> the day I left the town. You know. Uh, but but no, he did. He was he was listening to the Holy Spirit and and, right. and made that phone call because it was at the perfect time for me. Yeah, and and so now because of his faithfulness, right now now God is using you in that way. You're speaking to other people's lives, and you listen to the Holy Spirit and try to be used by God in the lives of other people. And mm-hmm. and here's this kind of exponential Ooh, thing that awesome. God does. You know. Well, I hope this okay. works. Yeah, it's he. There's no <clears throat> question, Gary. I've known you for I've known you for a couple of years now, and I'm just telling you that. It clear, clearly the hand of God is, is on you, is on Miranda, and God's using you guys, and he's working in your heart and your life, and, and any person who's around you for very much of a time can see that and experience Well, thank that. you so, for that. Yeah. Um, I still make mistakes, so oh, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to always keep saying that because I right. want to be humble, and um, I'm still make, I still make a ton of mistakes, and, yeah. um, but God still loves me, and it, my wife still loves me. And, that's all you need right there. Uh, that's it. Hopefully, I can pass that on to other people. Yeah, so. that's good stuff. Well, man, listen, Gary. Thanks for, thanks for taking some time out to have this conversation. Do we have any more time? This, we, yeah, we do. Yeah, come on. You got something else you want to share? Let's do it. One of my young children was told me I had to tell this story, and I don't okay. know why. <laughs> it's you it's tell just it? a funny story. Okay, yeah, come on. Let's it's hear just it. a funny story. Okay, <laughs> but it'll give you some insight to my childhood. Okay, just a little bit, and and. You know, I told you earlier, you know, you don't know if it's really your memory or somebody told you. Sure. Yeah. Well, this memory, I'm not sure if it happened to me, happened to my sister, my mom, but it, I'm, I'm going to tell it in happened. my, I'm going to tell it in my, okay, my story. Okay. Okay. So we, my mom and I were laughing a while back about, we, uh, I said, you remember that house that we was a kind of abandoned and we went and we cleaned it out and shoveled out the dirt and moved in it. She said, oh yeah, we did that more than once. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and we'd laugh so hard wow. about that. I was like more than once, mom. I only remember the one. And then she told me about another house and I was like, oh yeah, okay. I can see that. Cause yeah. I was a little bit younger and I didn't remember it. So, okay. But, let me stop you. So these are houses that have been either abandoned or they're, or well, they're yeah. people weren't. Nobody had lived in there in a little while. Right. So, so, really so you can rent it for like cheap, that's, dirt cheap. That's what whatever. was going on. Yeah. We were just trying yeah. to find a place to live. You know? Right. And so, yeah, that was really, really cheap. But anyway, we, we cleaned one out and moved in it. And I can't tell you how much we cleaned it out, how well it was, but we lived there. And yeah. we'd lived there for two or three years, I think. Yeah. Um, but one night, in the middle of the night, um, <laughs> uh, I need to go to the restroom. Yeah. So I go to the bathroom. Right. And uh, I'm in the stupor asleep yeah. middle of the night, Half 2 a.m., whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. And I'm sitting on the toilet 
And yeah. I'm in this bright room, and the rest of the house, the door's open. The rest of the house is dark. Pitch black. Pitch yeah. black. And I'm sitting there, and I hear what's the dog running through the house. I'm like, our dog, a little schnauzer, uh-huh. lived outside. I was like, what is going on with this dog in the house? Who let him in? What's going on? And I'm in the stupor or whatever. Yeah. Well, as the <laughs> as I'm sitting there, it gets closer, and you can hear it running, you know. Right, right. Like that running and running through the house. And then around the corner comes the biggest rat you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> I'm not even kidding Into you. the bathroom? Not a mouse. A rat <laughs> running straight at me sitting on the toilet. He runs at me, runs underneath my legs, and runs out a hole behind the toilet that he had chewed through the sheetrock underneath the house oh. and gone forever. Oh, oh Gary. Yeah. So, so my, I have a story like that Okay. because we were, you know, I told you we were one single mom, one bed, two bedroom apartment. So my mom's in one bedroom and with, with my youngest brother and the three of us other kids are in the other one, you know, and we had, uh, we had this, it was a, like the cheapest apartment that you could get. The people who owned the apartment complex though were so good to my mom right. and they ended up being like lifelong friends. But, um, but, uh, but the, there was a, a a mouse had built a nest in the back of the dishwasher. Oh you know? yeah, yeah. And and we had so many mice. Like I don't even know. Uh, there we all the time. There were mice everywhere, and we would get traps, and we would catch them, and then we would get traps, and we would catch more. I mean, we just there, there were more house more mice in the house than there were people. Yeah. And I remember be you know uh, being like in the living room one evening. And we were we were sitting there, you know, hanging out and talking, and and uh, my mom would read us a Bible story, you know, before we went to bed, and while we're all in the living room doing that, and this mouse just comes comes walking around the corner, and it like popped up on its back legs, and it like looked around at all of us, you know, and then it just dropped down and just walked off, and you know, <laughs> so it was that's kind of stuff was happening all the time, and my mom would set the mouse traps, you know, but she could not empty them. Oh, she couldn't do it, but like it, she just couldn't bring herself to do it. So that was your dad who the six year old, you know, five, six year old. It was my job to empty all of the mousetraps. I don't even know how many mousetraps I emptied when, when I was that age. You were the but, man, but I was the guy. I was the only one who could do it. And so so I did it. And I'm going to tell you what. I, look, I'm not scared of snakes. I'm not scared of spiders. I can handle just about anything, but I cannot handle Mice mm. or rats. I cannot handle them. I do not. Be, some people have pet mice. Those are crazy people. You know, right. <laughs> like I can't imagine that. You know, <laughs> so I have I have a story like that. So you too. got stories. So you understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, and you know, it's funny because at that time in my life, I look back on that time in my life, and it should have been just this really, because it was really we were we didn't have any money. We were right. barely making it. Like. Right. You know, wondering how we were gonna eat every right. day. You know, it's like that. It should have been like this really stressful, this really hard time. But I look back on it now, and it's probably. I mean, that's when I became a Christian. That's when I surrendered to preach. That's when all in this like year period. Wow. And uh, and it's because we had been in like this abusive you know situation before, and so when we got out of that, it was almost like this weight had been rolled off our shoulders. So even though we were dirt poor and we didn't have anything. We we still, you know, when I look back on it, there was this peace and there was this, you know, and togetherness that we felt because it because finally it was it was just us and we could make it work. Wow. Know? 
And, uh, and so I'm really thankful for that time, you know, I sure. took care of my brothers and we, you know, and, and I have a relationship with my brothers that a lot of brothers don't have, you know, right. cause when you're, when you're, when you're, when you have younger siblings mm-hmm. and, and you have to kind of step into this role where you're helping them out, where you're trying to take care of them. Sure. You know? I mean, it, you, it, it changes things. It changes your relationship with everybody. It sure so, does, doesn't it? So I'm grateful for it. I wouldn't change it for anything. But yeah, yeah I got, I've got my own series of critter stories. So Man, this has been a great therapy session. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Brad. I, could, I could tell some stories and I'm sure you could too that yeah. would raise the hair on the back of people's necks about you know stuff that stuff yes. that we experienced you know? <laughs> for sure so because those places that we were living you know that you know people didn't people didn't spend a whole lot of money like on pesticides you know <laughs> <laughs> the places where we were living you know so oh, we were yeah. just trying to work that out so yeah. i hear you so well, thanks, Gary, for uh, for hanging out and 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 talking. I appreciate uh, I appreciate you know all the all the stuff you had to share. I think uh, for for those of you listening, you know, uh, facing facing a period of doubt in your life right now, wondering whether or not God loves you and God is good. Um, I hope you were encouraged uh, by the words that, that that Gary said. He's he's living proof that um, that there's there's hope on the other side of whatever it is you're going through. Right for now. sure. And, uh, and, uh, so we're, I'm going to p- post a link in the, uh, in the description of this episode, a link to the website of our church. You can go in there, post a prayer request. You know, if there's any way we can be praying for you, we want to do that. And, uh, and, uh, and so, so please make sure that you, that you do that. If there's any way we can be lifting you up. And also for those of you maybe who, um, who you've hit a rough patch in your marriage and you're struggling mm-hmm. in your, in your marriage. I mean, uh, we both been there too. Right. And, uh, and we've seen God's faithfulness through all of that too, and how God. We restores. really want. Um, if anybody was looking for a grow group to come be a part of, yeah, that's We right. do that on Wednesday nights. Come, you know, we have yeah. a Facebook page, yeah, uh, and um, you can catch. There's a bulletin board, or can you catch it in the office or where? Yeah, the groups I'll, that are I'm available. Gonna, I'll put a link to all of our grow groups in there, okay. so the grow group page, so that people can look through and find you. Right. But I'm also I'll put a link to the Facebook page sure. in there too. Um, because yeah, Gary and Miranda host one. And, and, and if you're looking for a place to plug in, you know, we expect for every person who's a member at first shallow water to be, to be a member of a grow group and a member of a serve team. And so if you're, if you've been coming to our church and you haven't found a grow group, you should know that that's the place where growth really happens in our our church. You'll get more of my stories too. You can get a lot of those. You can get all the, I'll tell you a thousand of them. A thousand of them. But the good, the, the, that may or may not be a good thing, but the, the good news though, is that that's where you really grow in Christ is when sure. you're partnered together with other believers. Amen. We want for you to be a part of one. And the grow group that meets at Gary and Miranda's house would be a great place for you to plug in if you haven't right. plugged in anywhere. So I want to encourage you to to check out those two things and you can reach out to Gary through that Facebook page uh, and if you're interested in joining their grow group. Sure. So thank you. Uh, and, and we would love that. We'd love that. All right. Well, thanks. Thanks again, Gary. Thanks again for all of you who joined us on the podcast. Make sure you check back in next week. We'll have another amazing, interesting fascinating guest uh, next next week as we always do but until then we'll see you around town thanks for tuning in to First Things First we want to invite you to join us for worship this Sunday at First Shallow Water you can find us at 703 Avenue J in Shallow Water, Texas our Sunday morning service starts at 10.30am click on the link in the description of this episode for more information about our church or if you'd just like to reach out to us Check out the previous episodes of this podcast. Make sure you do that. We really have had the privilege of hearing some amazing stories 
And make sure you check back each week for a new episode. Until then, we'll see you around town.